Welcome to Sisters, Savers, and Star Destroyers, a podcast where two sisters talk about and bond over their love of all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm your host, Sam. And today we'll be talking about the greatness that is The Empire Strikes Back. We'll be discussing why we love that movie so much and what makes it so great. Do you want to start us off, Sam? Yeah, I was just going to say it's both of our favorites. I don't know how you wrote your notes because I have some pretty extensive notes and I know you do too for this episode (laughs) yes Um, I do I kind of for mine I I have a few categories of why I like Empire why Empire is my favorite movie so I can start so I guess my well my first one is I mean it's just a good movie like we were talking um in our intro episode how it's our favorite and it's a it's just really good you don't have to justify like we don't have to justify why we like it which I think as much as I love Revenge of the Sith, it, it lacks yeah, in many yeah. ways. But it's just a good movie, just in terms of editing, cinematography, the clarity of the storytelling. It's very obvious what's happening while also having a lot of depth at the same time. So yeah, the plot's easy to understand and follow. I mean, literally one half of the plot is they're just trying to get to the rendezvous point and the hyperdrive yeah. is breaking. And that is the entire half of the movie. And the fact that it's such a compelling part of the movie just is a testament to how good Empire is. But at the same time, there is it still is able to make a lot of deep and larger points. And I think one of the reasons why having such a simple plot works is because it develops the characters more. And so it's more enjoyable to watch because you feel like, oh, I know this character now. We're buddies. We got it. Yeah. I can just watch them have a good time or fight or whatever. And you just feel more connected. Yeah, I agree. And then my my last point and just like the the good movie, you know, ticks is just the dialogue in this movie might be uh. my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I well we'll get we'll get to the Han Solo later because I know that's yeah. what you're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> but just just the dialogue and the way it's written, it's not cheesy. Like, you know, I mean, it's cheesy, but it's not, it's not cringy, I think is a better way. It's not cringy. It's really well written at the same time. A lot of these really important things for the original trilogy and for the the arc of the original trilogy is said without, there's no dialogue. The two best examples is going to be the cave scene. Yeah. And then Yoda lifting the X-Wing. Yes, that's one of my favorite scenes of all time, by the way. Oh, is, me too. I have I that, just love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So kind yeah. of piggybacking off of what you were saying, Empire introduces the mythology surrounding the Force, which is what makes it... <gasps> that's my second an- bullet point. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it such an interesting movie because that's like the essence of Star Wars. You don't yes, have I Star agree. Wars without the force mythology and on top of that we get to experience it through luke who is also super new to this concept like he touches on it a little bit in a new hope but this is his movie where he gets to explore the force and that's just it's so interesting it's so interesting yeah i guess yeah that was my second that was like my second big point so i'll say some of what i have written on in my extensive note got it just yeah just the force as you were saying it adds so much but a lot of the concepts that are so crucial to star wars about the force for instance like it's bad to form attachments that's i i'm pretty sure empire is the first time we see that you know when luke is going off to save han leia 
Chewie and everyone, you know, everyone on the Falcon. And I can't remember if it's Yoda or Obi-Wan who says, oh, be careful, like, of your attachments. Like, Vader's using this against you. And it's not quite the same extent as it was for, like, in the prequels where it's, like, you can't form attachments romantically or anything. And, you know, well, that worked out well. Yeah, (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, worked out great, guys. But there's... (laughs) Yeah, there's so there's that concept of like the attachments, which is so important for Star Wars. And then there's but then there's also it introduces introduces the idea of like having a Jedi master and just more of what the force, what is capable, what you can be capable of with the force. Cause yeah, what the extent of the force in a new hope is just feelings of like you can hear Obi-Wan after he dies, obviously, and then just Luke not needing his targeting computer. But it's just this energy essence, whereas this really shows, or I think, is there well, even any, in the, in A New Hope, is there anything where they, like, use the force to move things? Does that happen? I know there's, like, the, you know, these aren't the droids they're looking for, like, the mind stuff. I don't know. But I don't but, think, yeah. I think that scene in the Wampa Cave, right, that's what it's called, where Luke, you know, uses the force to grab the lightsabers the first time we see the force used like that. So I think so, em- too, yeah. Empire has just... It's just it a fantastic expands. sequel because it builds upon what was loved so much in the original, but then it adds to the universe. And I would argue that Empire, it makes Star Wars, Star Wars and provided potential for the entire rest of the saga and everything that came after it. Yes. Ah, it's so good. It I is. I can't. So- I don't know words. You reminded me of one of my bullet points when you were talking about when Yoda lifts the ship out of the water. And you know the line where he's where Luke goes, I don't believe it. And then Yoda's like, that's why you failed. Oh, so good. I it's love so that line. Good. But one of the reasons I love that line and it kind of adds to the love of Empire is that the force is something you have to work at. You can't just like have it like just without trying for it and so that is another concept about the force which is the dedication and hard work it takes to really master something and that adds another layer to the story yes no I I totally agree I mean just yeah it just adds to the mythology um as we said and then I think the other part of Empire that really makes Star Wars Star Wars is just the whole it just starts the family drama Yes. Oh like, my gosh. Vader, yes. <laughs> Vader is just a really cool villain in A New Hope. And there obviously is like a connection with Luke in some way. But I, I always interpreted it in the beginning when in A New Hope, when Vader's like, oh, the force is strong with this one is he could just sense strong yeah. force, but no yeah. further connection. But then Empire starts the whole family saga, which is probably my favorite part of Star Wars. <laughs> is the yes. Skywalker family is so messed up is not the right choice of words they just they're they're just so dramatic completely so dramatic and so yeah and it takes this main villain who everyone loved in a new hope and all of a sudden makes it a very interesting compelling character ah sam sam that was one of my bullet points too (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i was just gonna talk about the family drama but also how it broadens the personalities of the villains like you were saying vader is no longer just a really cool villain he's integral to the plot now because he's not only 
with the empire but he is luke's father and so that just creates this characterization further i don't know how to say it but it just makes those villains more interesting it creates curiosity without that plot point you don't have any other of the movies and so it broadens the star wars universe but it doesn't feel forced like it feels like it, it makes sense that vader would be luke's father i think anyway i i mean i it probably makes sense because i don't think that was a very common this i feel like now it's very common twist in a lot of like fantasy and fiction be like oh okay now there's this great twist we're actually related but i think because it was one of i don't know i haven't I'm not very, I haven't seen a lot of movies from before then, but I think it was a very new concept to have twists like that, like that big caliber. I don't know. I was not alive in 1980, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's one of the biggest twists of all time. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. And I don't know if it was planned. George Lucas likes to say it, it was and, you know, or maybe he doesn't. I don't know, but yeah. I don't care because it's great and it basically created potential for everything else i mean yeah you wouldn't have had return of the jedi like in the same way and i i mean the end of return oh of the jedi is gosh, probably my favorite end. part of star wars but anyway the way that's that's a different episode because <laughs> so we could just talk about like the last like three scenes of return of the jedi like the last yeah. like sequence but other than that yeah basically the empire makes star wars that we know today exist yeah not only with the characters and the force mythology but it also opens up the universe so it introduces other planets other cultures other people like boba fett lando like these are all new characters that are coming together yeah. to create the tapestry that is star wars i agree and it also just shows you how much of a dra- dramatic drama queen vader is yes but that that's yes. a whole other episode yeah because vader no likes to make an entrance Yes, he does. And he likes anyway. the shock value. Anyway, what? So, what is I your thought, next? I have covered most of mine except the banter. And this is my largest bullet point. Oh, I have I have two more bullet points. So, can we talk about the banter? I think that's going to tie into my one entire bullet point is just Han Solo. All right. So, all right. I think let's put that to the end. My next bullet point is music, which kind of goes with what we were talking yes. about. Yes. Oh my gosh. Em- Empire overall, it's not my favorite movie for music in terms of just listening to. That's I agree. B one by Revenge of the Sith. Yes, but I agree. This is where we get a lot of the iconic themes. Imperial March, you don't hear until this movie. Yeah. No, you. And don't. Imperial March is, I think, maybe the most recognizable and iconic Star Wars piece of music. Like, yes, the opening credits. And like the march is super popular and very common, but the, but the imperial march is used everywhere, like yeah, everywhere. Just, Even people it's... who don't know Star Wars have heard this theme. Yeah, so we have that. Hansel and the Princess is also one of my favorites, but that one yes. doesn't get used. I think it gets used in Jedi, but other than that, and... but then you have also Yoda's theme. Yoda and the Force. I Yoda think, and the Force in X-wing. But anyway, basically, just the imperial march comes from this movie. It's a track that is used. I don't know if it's used in, obviously not in every single movie because it's not in A New Hope, but it's used in almost all of them. And like just a few notes of Imperial March makes you think it's like, oh, Vader or like Dark Side, right? Like they use exactly. it. Exactly. And they sprinkle reason. it in. They sprinkle yeah. it in in random places. And you're like, uh oh, here's a yeah. red flag, a warning sign. They have the Imperial March. Yeah. 
but anyway, that was, that's just a really quick one. My next one, which goes very well with yours is just yeah. Han Solo. And I have a lot <laughs> right in here because as I said earlier, my, the dialogue is probably, or it's one of my favorite parts of the movie, which hands down, I can't say about a lot of Star Wars movies. So <laughs> the dialogue. <laughs> okay. So I don't know how you did your notes, but I have a few of my favorite quotes written down. I wrote, what did I, so do I. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Let's I only see. have three I only have three and they're not in order but no me neither but for most of them are Han Solo a few of them are not I just um, I just have my three like favorite Han Solo quotes I think oh them. okay I don't have that I have just my favorite like the ones that I thought of from Empire Strikes Back yeah. so one of them is <laughs> move it Goldenrod before you become a permanent resident <laughs> I, think I love that line. I think it's hurry up, Goldenrod, because I have hurry up, Goldenrod written. <laughs> Whatever it is. I didn't look these up. These I, were I also have my head. <laughs> that yeah. one is Hurry up, funny. Goldenrod. Here, oh, my gosh. So good. <laughs> oh, hon. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then I um also just wrote down an entire scene that I just think is great. Which and one? it's when they're arguing in Hoth in the hallway. And <gasps> oh, people- <my> <laughs> And people are just like walking between them, like, ah, here they go again. I know. It's like the thing. I think I saw this on like Instagram or it was, I don't know. It was must have been Instagram because that's my only social media. But it was just like, if this was a first time occurrence, everyone would be like avoiding them. But then there's literally just a guy that walks right in between them. Like, in between them. And everyone's just like, oh my God, here they go again. And it's, it's just so funny. And also the fact that they had to put Carrie Fisher on a box in yes. that scene. Oh my gosh. so short compared to Harrison Ford. <laughs> that scene, uh, I just wrote down. That makes me laugh every time because. Just, yeah, uh, I never, until I saw that thing on Instagram about how it was a regular occurrence, I never thought of it that way. And I'm like, oh yeah. Also just the way that that scene is written and the way it's acted, you yeah. know, this has been going on for a while. And I don't, a while. Oft, I can't remember the big, the time difference, like the gap in between A New Hope and Empire, but it's been going on a while. Yes. So. I, that's I do one of my have, favorite scenes. I have one Leia quote on here. Ooh. Um, and it's when they're on the ship. It's Han said the first line, but like when she goes, I'm not a committee. <laughs> Not a committee. That one's so good. Um, What's one of yours? I have the iconic. I thought, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh, that the one's tauntaun. so good. Yeah. And then, I mean, this one is just iconic. It's it doesn't have humor, but just the I know. It's just so good. It's just yeah. It's so, so Han good. in this movie and is that, great. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, Han is my favorite part of this movie. And one a point that I wanted to make about this is. When you think about the two storylines, you have Luke learning about the Force, he's with Yoda, having this amazing character development, and then you have the others who are just trying to get to the freaking rendezvous point, and, yeah. and, you know, just stuck on a ship with a broken hyperdrive because... I, Han just, I don't know, his life is a mess. Hyperdrives um, never work in Star Wars. I know. So. <laughs> Leia has to deal with that all the time. And she's like, oh my God. But anyway. Not again. What I, my, the point I was trying to make was that there's two storylines and one is a much more like on the surface level, very interesting when you just read it on paper. But, you're, but the audience is so enraptured by both storylines that it's like it's just a testament to how well put together this movie is because we have just the dialogue and the banter and just the character dynamic and what what makes Leia and that storyline 
what makes the banter so good is because you know the characters better because there's definitely humor and banter in the first movie a new hope oh but what makes crops boy (laughs) (laughs) but what makes the banter so good and the dialogue so good in the empire strikes back is because you know the characters better they have more development and so their interplay between each other is also better and so fun to watch I know like you can get so there's so little happens in this movie in terms of fighting against the empire right which is like the main point of the original one of the like the overarching plot of the original trilogy is overthrowing the galactic empire right but we have so little of it in this movie this is just a quick little stopping point of this is just what their life is right now as opposed to there's no plotting to overthrow the empire and there's no plotting in the first two that all happens in jedi so yeah there's no plotting I can't think of it. Like, yeah, there's no plans or anything like Aside that. Aside like, from just... Hoth, there's not really, like, a huge battle either. And so that's right in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Well, Hoth's... Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Is that it, the movie starts with a bang. Like, yeah. it's it puts you right in the action. We don't know what they've been doing the past few years. It's just, like, they're just on a... Pl- and I think the crawl says whatever. But they're just on an ice planet now. And it's just showing you a slice of their life and a very, for Luke especially, a very important slice of his life in the story, the originals. Yes, Maddie. (laughs) Maddie's raising her hand. (laughs) Yes. And I know that both of us are such character-driven people. Oh, yes. And so the fact that in this movie is really just about the characters and Luke with Yoda on Dagobah learning to use the force and his internal struggle with that, that is character building and character development. And then Han and Leia arguing with each other, trying to make their rendezvous point and building on the strength and bravery of both of their characters is character development. And so it's just all about the characters. And I think that is probably one of the biggest reasons why we like this movie so much. Well, I think that character development a lot of time and just the characters in general is where star wars shines yes because the plots are pretty the idea that most of the plots are pretty simple and when they try to get complicated and get you know the prequels um specifically phantom menace when they try to be too much too complicated yeah attack of the clones is pretty simple yeah actually it's well anyway that's a whole other episode yeah i think just to sum up just like a kind of a quick review basically empire what i have is just the way it's put together like from the movie making side empire is a great movie as a sequel it's great because it doesn't just it doesn't ruin anything that was established in new hope but then it expands the universe to something that it finally i think really makes star wars star wars and then it gives um, us it gives us a reason to want more star wars to explore the galaxy yeah it gives us a reason to want that yeah and then just just Han Solo because <laughs> we we love Han Solo. Yeah, who doesn't? What Star Wars fan doesn't though? I mean, True. and this is Han Solo's movie, but it's also weird because it's also so important to Luke. So the fact that this character who literally just is trying to fix his ship becomes like everybody's favorite. It's ah, uh, just the dialogue. Yeah. Like uh, it's so good. Yes, and obviously Harrison Ford is very good at playing Han Solo. Oh, he's <laughs> such a good casting. Thank you for listening to Sisters, Sabres, and Star Destroyers. Once again, I'm your host, Sam. 
And I'm your host, Maddie. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to follow us on Spotify and Instagram. Till next time, may the force be with you.